Hello everybody, welcome back to Not Another Isekai. And uh, man, we are... This is the real start. We had last week where we touched uh, Hell's Paradise. This is the real start. Real start to the new season, spring 2023. Um, wrapping up one of our shows. And then that, that's pretty much it. Um, the only thing that's carrying over is going to be Vinland Saga. Because that's a two core. That's getting... That's that's already started. It's it's uh it's second core, not not only in episode count, but also the the way the story's going, so that's pretty cool. We'll talk about that. Um and then I got a bunch I mean, we're covering let's see, uh we got ten today. St still a few that haven't started yet, especially the the big one, Demon Slayer, that hasn't come out yet. Um But uh yeah, we got a bunch of new shows, so this is the first real week of like here's what spring twenty twenty three is looking like. Um, so yeah, let's, let's start, let's do it. So like I said, first we got Villain Saga Season 2, Episode 13. Um, again, not only an episode count, but also I think what the story is going to be. Uh, they're really starting their, their, their second half. Um, so this, the big, uh, the big, like, I guess moment that happened in this one was the very end where... Uh, we see the slave, uh, we know it was, it was Gardar, um, and he was riding away, and then we see him stop, and Arnhide is there, and they're, I guess, husband and wife, or they were at the, the very, you know, you know, before they got, you know, made slaves. Um, so, th so that's a big thing, right? That's a big ending. I mean, first off, just like a little bit big, just because, like, we know that Anar likes her, um, you know, you know, even though he was like, ah, no, it's not like that. We know it's like that. We know every time he looks at her, every time he speaks to her, we know that. So that's, you know, you know that's going to cause some friction, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, especially with Gardar. Well, I was going to say because with him being a slave, but I guess they're all slaves too. Even though Aenar and Thorfinn are about to be free. Um, well, we'll see about that because of the whole, <laughs> you know, again, where the second half of this show is going. Um kettle and all of them are kind of on the run i imagine like i said i mentioned it last episode but imagine they are going to come back to the farm it's their farm but it's like everything's going to change <laughs> and then canute and them they're they're about to invade the farm take it over so it'd be, be interested to see what happens with anor and thorfinn again last week is really where we touched on that because that's where all the questions were where like where how is this going to affect anor and thorfinn um and it will <laughs> it definitely will but back to this episode, um, not really sure what this means because we know that Gardar, so in my mind, right, he's, he's out killing a bunch of people. One hand, it's like, yes, what was it? Uh, killer Mike, run the jewels, kill your masters, right? That's what, that's what Gardar has done very literally. Um, so, you know, good for him, right? Right? You know, math, you know, the whole, like, slavery thing, not, not good, to say the least. But, he's not just gonna get away with it, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't imagine that's, that's what's gonna happen. And then also, not only with the Arnhide and Anor connection, but also, like, Kettle keeps her as well, as, like, his whatever, whatever you want to call it. I don't really think as a label, um, outside of just, you know, slave, um... So it's like, that's going to be interesting. And all this is happening when Kettle's not there. His sons aren't there. Like, the, the family of the farm <laughs> who owns this uh, isn't there. So they're going to be coming back to some nonsense, I'm sure. Um, a lot of 
a lot of difficulties on multiple fronts here for them. Everything has gone up in smoke in, in, in just about a you know few days. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. So it, it's going to be crazy because now, I mean, again, the, the whole cliffhanger moment. I mean, we're we're going to see that, right? Like, not only do we have that reveal, but also. Gardar is still like in the currently <laughs> in the middle of being chased by two other people that are that are trying to kill them or kill him. I mean, at the very least, capture him. But you know, he 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 got one of their own, so I'm sure they're more on kill mode than capture mode. And then Snake is there too, so Snake I'm sure is gonna hop on a horse and go after him. We don't really know his his skill set though, because he kind of jumped those guys. I mean, those guys were idiots like being so loud and it's like he's sleeping what are you doing like the whole idea that well he's sleeping he can't hear us like no 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 <laughs> if you're sleeping you're supposed to be quiet <laughs> you can't just you can be like oh he's sleeping he, 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 there's no way he could ever hear us like well if you talk loud enough he's gonna wake up <laughs> that's just that's just how ears work um so yeah i was really dumb and, and the whole thing, too, where he was, like, you know, the one guy was like, but there's three of us and the prize is three horses. It's like, you're, you're an idiot. You're like, what? <laughs> Do you think that's how that's going to work? Because I, 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 I don't think so. Um, but yeah, so just stupid. Um, but yeah, again, my, my whole point in saying that is that, like, we don't know Gardar's real skill set. Um, he's, he's really good. Don't get me wrong. He's really, really skilled fighter, but like, how's he, you know, how's he going to fight against maybe someone like Snake who, you know, we, we've seen little bits and pieces of, we know that he is more skilled or even like, is Anar or Thorfinn going to jump into this? Um, I don't know. I mean, especially with their somewhat like allegiance and even like respect for Kettle, I would say, but then also for Arnheide, like it's all very interesting. It's all going to be mucked up in episode 14. Um, so yeah. And then just to, just to mention this a little bit to the, the the other part of the story, which is most of the episode, I would say, was the whole spherical stuff, him collapsing, him going kind of senile. Very sad to see because he is probably one of the more fan favorite uh, characters, especially for me this season, just because he was like the one guy other than Kettle, I would say. He's really like the one guy that like had their backs. I mean, he still made them work, but he was like, hey, you want a horse? Work for it. And I'll, I'll, I'll lend you a horse. And it's like, OK, <laughs> you know, he was you know they're still slaves but like he was helping them when other people wouldn't when other people were you know treated them like dirt you know you know at least Ferkel was like hey come work for me and you know come do my some of my stuff and i'll i'll give you a horse i'll let you stop over and eat some food you know that that, that sort of thing um so that was nice you know and it's, it's, so it's sad to see him gone right i mean he's not dead but you know probably soon probably soon i would wager um and uh yeah no that's pretty much it that's pretty much it oh the, oh the one other thing i would like to mention which i thought was cool was uh thorfinn always wanting to listen in on snake reading spherical the bible um you know saying he's not again uh, i don't remember from season one if there's any religion there um i mean especially like christianity i'm not sure if thorfinn followed that or his dad followed that i don't i don't think so um but it was a nice moment because you can see that he's listening in and like he is listening to those ideals of like non-violence and helping everyone out not just your own but everyone like being nice and uh you know trying to build each other up right um you know so i'm kind of having those ideals especially uh 
piggybacking off of the earlier episodes in the season where he even talks about like not wanting to commit violence anymore, not wanting to hurt anyone anymore. So now those two things melded together. It's kind of this new Thorfinn. And it's again, it's going to be super interesting when Canute and them arrive. And it's like, you're ours. And if you fight back, we have like, like we're, we're bringing soldiers, you know, we're, we're what do you say? Like over a hundred people are going to come on the farm. It's more than enough. We've already heard from snake that I forget what he said. Like, like a good 40 trained men could easily take over this farm. I think he said something like that, some number like that. And so like him bringing over a hundred of Canute's men plus, um, plus Floki, it's like, it's over. Right. So it's going to be interesting to see though, you know, those two things clash. Um, but yeah. So a great episode, like I said, uh, you know, you know, definitely a big, I would say last episode and this episode are big turning points for the season. And so, uh, yeah, can't wait to see it. Next, we got Tokyo Revengers season two, episode 13. Uh, this is the final one of the season. And like, we're just going to jump to the end. Like when we're, when I was watching this, you know, cause you you know, you're kind of thinking like, who, you know, who are these red guys, right? Uh, what's their name? 10 Tenjiku gang, right? He's like, who who are these guys, right? Where, where they come from? And then the end reveal of it's Kiski. It's like, 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 you know, smacking yourself on the forehead. Like, yeah, of course it's Kiski. Of course that's who it is, right? And then you start to connect the dots of like, how did we get to the future or I guess the present um, where Mikey kills everyone, you know, wants to kill himself? It's like, oh, of, of course it was Kiski. Of course Kiski left that. Because it's like, Again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but of course, of course, that's what it was. Kiski left and he wasn't just tail between his legs. He was like, all right, I'm going to build my own gang and be better and I'm going to get revenge. At the very least, I'm going to show Mikey that, that he should respect me. Um, and so he has this new gang and, and they're like, we're like specifically going after Toman. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's Kiski. He wants revenge. He wants to brute force his way into, um, you know, onto the pedestal right <clears throat> so that's what he's doing um i don't really know where this is gonna go um you know them having that big cliffhanger is huge um i imagine we're gonna get a season three uh, i don't i don't think it's been announced but i mean again i'm pretty sure the tokyo avengers manga is that still going or did that like end recently or something um but yeah i imagine it's doing well enough i imagine tokyo avengers is doing well enough like the show is doing well enough for them to want a season three um, I would love one because, again, like, I fell off of the Tokyo Revengers. And I think I mentioned this at the beginning of the season, but I fell off kind of the end of season one. Like, I watched, like, 70% of the show, and I was like, okay, yeah, this, is, this is good. I'm kind of falling off on the end, though. Um, and then season two got announced. I was like, okay, well, I got to I gotta rewatch the end of season one because I don't really remember it. It was good. And then season two, this season has been really good. I very much enjoyed it, even though there's been some stuff that I feel has been dragged out just a little bit, um, but not to its like major detriment and so i'm back in like I'm, I'm i'm all here for a season three um you know the way this this season has gone on it's great um and i'm super like i seeing this next battle wanting to see if kiski explains what happened again we can all connect the dots as to what he did i don't know how long the the whole time jump has been though for them because like how long how long <laughs> but when since the time kiski got banished to now because like 
the shorter the time span has been, the more impressive it is for him to have this gang of, what was it, like over 100 people? Or was it like 300 or something? Like, it, it was a crazy number. And they're all here. Um, which I think pretty, like, I, I think that dwarfs uh, Toman, doesn't it? Although, where's the power scaling, though? Because Draken, <laughs> Draken took out 100 Black Dragon members by himself. So it's like, I don't know. Him and Mikey together might be able to take out at least half of, of this Tenjiku gang all by themselves. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then um, what else do we have? Uh, we have some emotional moments in the beginning, which I thought were nice. You know, uh, you know Takamichi coming back, telling Chifuyu that he has no idea how to save everyone. You know, he, he thought he did everything right. And, uh, you know, he still ended up, <laughs> everyone dying, Mikey dying in his arms, like, it's tough, man, you, re you really feel for Takamichi, but he is one of those characters that you, you feel like he's gonna do it, like, it's really impressive how not old this cycle has gotten, where it's like, this is just what this show has been, where it's Takamichi trying to get over a hurdle he gets over he goes back to the present and he still loses and it's like all right time to go back he's done that about like five times now um and it hasn't gotten old yet it hasn't gotten stale yet which is very impressive to me um so i'm interested to see what what he does now where it's like i mean i guess we know now i guess now we know that we he has to take out kiski and the tenjiku gang right um I don't know exactly what that'll entail. Um, I mean, they're pretty powerful. I mean, they are kind of like, I feel like kind of cowards. I'm like picking people off. Or it's like, there's, what was it? There was, uh, there was four people, right? And to be fair, really dumb. It was like, you, you, you thought four of you were going to take out all these guys? You're an idiot. But on the flip side, it's like, they're acting all tough and like they're winning. And it's like, dude, there's like a hundred of you. <laughs> And you're taking out four four people like why 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 don't you fight fair you know so that, that happens a lot though with this show where like the gang likes to act tough but it's like there's 50 of you and you're and, and you're beating takamichi it's like he's all by himself like yeah of course you're gonna win <laughs> um and then dragon shows up and takes out a hundred of you and then and then you fall to your knees right it's like okay i see i see what time it is <laughs> um and uh yeah that's pretty much it though yeah that, that's, that's pretty much the episode uh, again very good episode very much enjoyed it um can't wait until season three you know seeing you know how they're gonna pick up uh with the whole kiski stuff um seeing what's gonna happen when they go back i imagine they're gonna go back again i don't know i mean because i would like for kiski to be like send a message <laughs> and he and he you know sends takamichi to go back to Mikey and Draken and all them be like, Kiski's coming. <laughs> um, but yeah, it'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. I wonder. I, you know, I wonder if it's just gonna be brute force. Just like, all right, let's get it. Let's get everyone in Tomon, and we're just gonna have this all-out brawl because we've seen that before in, in last season, um, where it was just like the the two gangs just fighting each other. Um, so I wonder if we'll see it this season. Pro probably not, because I imagine they're not gonna show the same type of thing twice. I think that would be kind of boring. But yeah, we'll see. Next we got 
the front runner for this season so far, in my opinion. Uh, Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise episode two. Um, what a show. You know, what a what a program. <laughs> so with this, this is uh, this is kind of the end of the beginning of this of this show. I feel like where they now know who is going to paradise, right? Um, I really like this though, you know, because we saw to see more characters. Um, we got to see the ten that are going to paradise. I didn't write down all their names because I was like, ah, I'm sure we'll we'll get to know these characters more over the the, the coming episodes. But uh, they're they're all really cool. Um, you know, I like shows like this to have bunch of different characters that we can kind of latch on to see the different personalities how they how they interact with each other so i'm sure we'll see a lot of that um and uh yeah we saw the first little uh bloodbath things so that was cool with them all together in the the four white walls and be like uh cull yourselves <laughs> it's like what um that was cool um i did like the whole sagiri stuff sagiri stuff where she's kind of unsure of herself if she can really do this, if she can, um, you know, if she has the heart, the strength, the will to really uh, kill people like this, even though that's her job. She is one of the Yamada clans. Um, so, you know, that was cool to see her kind of internal struggle and a little bit of her past to see where that came from. But then she she just destroyed <laughs> those three guys in about uh, two two blinks. <laughs> She, she killed those three guys, so that was, that was cool to be like, no, she, she can do this. She may not be all, all the way there, you know, especially compared to the other Yambada people, but, um, you, know, you know, I'm expecting her growth to be a, an important part to this story as well. So I'm excited to see that. Um, and, then, uh, and then we see Gabimaru come in and him have this sort of, uh, this, this energy of like, hey, I don't want to kill people, but... I can't die. So if it's me die or you die, my path is pretty clear. <laughs> path is pretty clear. And he just goes off. He kills like 10 people in, in you know, 11 seconds. Um, so he's filthy. And then we we see everyone, even the, the like, uh, I don't know what it, what it was, the president or whatever. I, I don't remember his title, but him like drop his fan and be like, oh my God, <laughs> this guy's the one. Um, which is really funny because in the begin towards the beginning of the episode we have the one like purple haired girl who who did survive until the end so you know that that makes sense where she was like hey you're you're the hollow or whatever you're the you're the hollow shinobi you're like eh, you're you're, you're kind of not living up to your 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 tale right and then for it to cut to the end of the episode and him just destroy people <laughs> with no remorse and like robotic precision right and be like okay all right he's he's here he's real <laughs> guys he's the real deal um, you know, so that was cool. Um, and we love, we love a main character that, that just has the skill set, right? Like, it's, it's cool to see, especially in like Shonen, you know, it's, it's definitely cool to see main characters who aren't all the way there and we see their growth and become, you know, whatever, right? You know, the classic like Naruto, right? Whereas like, he's not really that nice in the beginning, but we see him grow, we see him learn and we kind of grow with him and yeah, it's, 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 it's a nice little tale, right? It's a, you know, it's a nice little journey, but with Gabimaro, it's like, nah, I'm, I'm already here. I'm real. No one is going to touch me, right? Um, so that's cool. And so, like I said, so it ends with 10 people coming. Um, each one of them is going to have one of the Yamada as monitors, and they're basically like chaperones. Um, so that's going to be cool. So, you know, you know it's going to be cool to see their dynamics. 
uh, with the 10 killers and then the 10 Yamadas. Um, yeah. Asking great questions, though, too. They were like, hey, what if the elixir's not even there? And it's like, hey, you you, you shut your mouth. <laughs> don't 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 bring that energy here. Okay, it's there. We, we have to do it. So, yeah, again, great. I, I, I love the action here. You know, MAPPA doing doing God's work, <laughs> as always. And, uh, yeah, I think next episode is really where it starts to pop off. I think episode one and two was a lot of setup. But I think next episode is where we're going to be in paradise. And we're going to start, obviously, seeing the, 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 the main setting of everything. But then you know, some of the mystery, some of the, you know, some of the fantastical elements there. So that's going to be really cool. And then we got probably my favorite you know hell's paradise i think is gonna end up being probably the best show this season um you know when you, you know when I, whenever i say anime this season i like to exclude um sequels just because to me sequels are cheating where it's like well yeah i mean demon slayer is probably gonna be the best anime of the season probably the most watched anime of the season because it's demon slayer it's season three of demon slayer one of the most popular anime um currently still airing right like duh like that's you know no other show has a chance you know i'd say there's 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 very few shows that could air like attack on titan right like any 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 season where attack on titan is airing attack on titan is going to be the best show this season the most watched show this season right it's it's cheating um so that's why i say hell's paradise probably gonna be the best anime this season um however i'll say a fan favorite of mine and kind of being hypocritical because this is a sequel, uh, well, prequel, I'll say, spinoff, uh, is Konosuba. Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. Um, this is something where I talked about, I think I talked about it in my preview episode, uh, like a week or two ago, whenever that came out. Um, how it's like, I always really enjoyed Konosuba. Konosuba was, was definitely one of those shows where it was like earlier on in my anime uh, career <laughs> of, of watching anime. I'm just like, oh, this is, this is really cool. This is, you, you know, this is like the, the peak or at least close to the peak of what comedic anime could be, right? Um, you know, because comedy in anime is very different than comedy in Western shows or even just Western cartoons, let alone, you know, live action, right? It's just, you know, just told differently. Not that it's good or bad. Um, it's, it's just different. So like, you know, you know, Konosuba to me was always kind of the peak, you know, kind of like the the best of the best when it comes to comedy um you know are definitely like in that you know in that crop and um i you know, i kind of forgot how much i like konosuba because i watched it so long ago right the, the, the two seasons came out forever ago right like when when did season one of konosuba come out wasn't it like 10 years ago or something it wasn't like 2013 when season one came out or am i crazy <laughs> I, I think it was somewhere around there and uh so i watched him forever ago and uh, recently, you know, this got announced and uh, season three also got announced. We'll, we'll be doing that. And uh, I was like, oh, man, OK, I should I should probably catch up and everything because I still didn't watch the movie of Konosuba. And I watched a movie recently, like a couple months ago, I think. And I was like, man, Konosuba still got it. You know, that, that movie was incredible. Konosuba knows exactly what it is and it does it better than anyone else. Um, so now with this, it's like, okay, Megumin, favorite character, love the color red, red's my favorite color, so that was, you know, that's kind of cheating there, but also the whole, like, magic stuff is my style, and then just her outfit is cool, I love the hat, the, the witch hat with the face on it, that's cool, um, and also her personality, too, of like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the best, I'm going all in on this one thing, 
and uh, I'm, I'm just going to get better and better. And especially if you did watch the movie, you see a lot of that there too, which is really cool. And the movie does kind of set up this prequel. Um, I'm not going to talk about the movie though, because I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. But uh, yeah, so now we're on to this show, episode one, and uh, it's great, right? You know, it, it, it sets up her character perfectly where we know why. I, I don't know if she's ever actually mentioned this before, but we know why she loves explosion magic. She just saw it one day. She was saved by explosion magic. Um, and so then she was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Like, I know what it can do. And, you know, if we fast forward in the episode where her her teacher and kind of the other students, they kind of make fun of explosion magic. They're like, we don't mention that type of magic. It's not practical. It's basically joke magic. And everyone laughs, except for Union, which is important. Um, but I love that because it it does instill just a little bit of doubt in her mind of like, is it like, is it, it, you know, is it a joke? Is it like, you know, have I been pursuing this thing fruitlessly? And then, and then she, you know, her, her resolve hardens and she's like, no, I've seen this in action. I've seen what this can do. You know, I just read about it. You know, I didn't hear from a friend of a friend of how dope explosion meant. Like I saw this. You know, like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm going to, I'm going to prove to everyone. I'm going to be the best explosion magic user ever. And I'm going to prove to everyone that this is the best type of magic, not the worst. Um, so I, I just love that as like super cliche, super like, you know, you know, we've seen that type of, uh, you know, like character, uh, you know, mentality before another, another anime, but it's, it just works for her, you know, um, comedy is, is always there right we have a bunch of comedic moments here just to name a few um you know I, I really liked when the one character did save her and she was like hey I'm, I'm really powerful i'm gonna grant you a wish what do you want and the first thing she says is world domination <laughs> and i'm like how old is megamine here <laughs> what is she world domination what are you what are you doing you little scamp and and, and, the, and the, the the mage is like well now hold on <laughs> When, when I said anything, any, anything within reason, I don't think I just have the ability to hand you world domination. So that, that was funny. You know, she has a bunch of other ridiculous requests, but um, I just really liked her like world domination. Um, another funny moment was uh, her family just getting really excited for food. Because if you remember, and, and this happens a lot in the movie or where we see it a lot in the movie where her family is very poor, her family does not have money. And so they get very excited when like they get to eat real food. Um, so that, that was cool. Um, yeah, and then uh, we also see how like ridiculous Crimson Demons are, where they're like, what's the most important thing when you're in battle or whatever? And they're like, looking cool. <laughs> and it's like, okay, guys, <laughs> we need to focus on magic. And, you know, it it is funny, but it is also kind of weird because, you know, even, um, you know, after this whole, you know, there's like weird like onion spirit things that uh, raid them, <laughs> which is funny. But it also, you know, uh, we have Megumin and Yunyun kind of sitting back to back. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, there's a nice touching moment there. Um, but uh, they talk about how, like, man, it'd be nice if we knew how to use magic. We've been here for a month and we can't use magic. You know, so it's like, it's funny that they're all about, like, flash and glitz, all that stuff. But when do we start learning magic? You know, you, you know, when do we start, you know, we've been here a month, so we're not going to be masters. But... When are we, you know, when are we getting to it? Um, but then also the emotional moment with uh, them back to back. And 
her kind of being like, hey, you know, everyone else laughed, but you know, I, you know, I think it all depends on the user when it comes to exposure magic. You know, if, if if you're dope, then the magic can be dope. And then, you know, Megumi kind of knocks it back to her and is like, you know, you're being real nice for someone who's supposed to be my rival. <laughs> and so, you know, you know, this little, you know, uh, playful competition there, which, you know, we see evolved all the way until present day, right? So that's, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, yeah, so, you know, episode one, really good. Um, I, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, you know, it's definitely probably going to be my favorite show of the season. I don't know. I, favorite might be the wrong word, but just, like, has a special place in my heart of just, like, this is this is Konosuba. Like, come on. You know, you can't. If you watch the first couple seasons, the movie, you know, I feel like you are you are going to love this show. So, I'm um, excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see, you know, them, them kind of evolve. Obviously, Megumine, get better with explosion stuff. Uh, we've we've heard some stories about her and Union doing stuff together, so excited to see that. Um, and then also the other characters as well. You know, we've seen how ridiculous they can be already. Um, so just a bunch of them together, <laughs> I'm sure will will just be crazy. So, uh, yeah. Next we got Doctor Stone New World Episode One, uh, otherwise known as Season Three. And yeah, well, this is another one where this is like Isekai adjacent. Um, where it's like, ah, oh, he doesn't really kind of really new world. Like, nah, it's not really an, another world. It is still the same earth, but they're like, what, like thousands of years, millions of years, something, you know, something crazy, right? They're, they're crazy far in the future. Um, so, so we're looking at that and it's like, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of an isekai, right? Does, does it count? Um, but, but this is another one where it's, you know, where I, I watch it and I'm like, I'm very impressed with how this hasn't gotten old yet. How just the 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 cycle of them being like okay next step we're gonna develop this technology we're gonna develop this technology we're gonna have to search for this and harvest this and you know uh get this in a different way because we don't have you know we don't really have food right you know you know that's where this whole episode was kind of revolving around where it's like hey you know there is some like darkness to this you know, we see these people because there are people there that were ancestors, or not ancestors, they were descendants of the, you know, the people who somehow lived through the petrification blast. And it's like, huh, it's, it's really far in the future. Like how, how come it's such a small village? Like, were they not like, what's up with the reproduction here? <laughs> you know, how, how are we this far in the future? And they lived, but there's still like 50 people here. You know, like, like there's almost no one. It's like, oh, because humanity was stunted by food shortages. They don't really, they're, they're not really able to, there's not really a lot of animals around here. They don't really know how to uh, get food any other way other than really fishing. But then if the fishing isn't yielding a lot of results, people are going to die, unfortunately. You know, you know they're not going to eat enough food and sacrifices have to be made. So that, you know, that was really dark and that, and that did have a, a nice moment where, you know, Senku and uh, Senku... Ryusui, you know, all all those guys were just like, man, that sucks, you know, you know, you know, while they're over here kind of playing God, you know, trying to jumpstart and <laughs> just just fly through all of humanity's technology in, in a much shorter time, exponentially shorter time than what, you know, what it actually took to develop all of this. They're kind of hit with this reality of like, man, these people have been through a lot. So that was nice. Um, and so the whole new world thing, they're like making a map of everything and they're trying to get that oil. Uh, but 
on their way there, they're like, okay, we need, we're, we're going to do bread. This is, this is a perfect thing. We got wheat. We're going to make bread. We're never going to have food shortages again. Um, and that, that was basically the whole episode. Um, them farming for wheat, them doing that, them cooking bread being awful. Um, you know, two big things came out of that one. We got Taiju again, you know, a nice personal moment there, which, you know, I think the show does very well where it is just kind of like, I think someone described the show as like Minecraft. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're just crafting stuff, getting better stuff to then craft better stuff. Um, but like the show still does have a, have a nice way of still showing heart um you know for all these characters where you know we have taiju being like you know why, why does taiju work so hard especially in this right and he's like well i can't bring my parents back you know they didn't they weren't petrified they you know they died when i was young so we have these other people with families and parents who are petrified that we can bring back but we can't bring them back now because we don't have enough food so now i i want to hurt i want to work super hard to get all this food for people so that we can bring other people's families back because i i can't bring mine back so you know i, I know how it feels and if it was possible to bring my parents back i would so that so, so now that i can bring other people's back you you better bet you you better <laughs> you better believe I'm, I'm gonna do everything i can so i was like oh that was a, that was a nice taiju thing you know um and then the other nice little cliffhanger which we might see next episode is uh you know they, they finally cook the bread <laughs> and it's awful it's burnt it's terrible <laughs> you know you, you know the people there are kind of liking it but that's because they don't know what bread is really supposed to be when we get real bread they're gonna lose their minds <laughs> but they were like this bread's gonna kill everyone <laughs> we we need to awaken a pro chef which in one hand sounds kind of like selfish and unnecessary but on the other hand it's like no nah, i mean if if we're gonna cook proper food for people and food is one of the most important things that humans just animals can have it's like no we should probably awaken someone that knows what they're doing i mean especially since there are many foods that you can cook wrong and they be maybe not downright poisonous but pretty harmful to your health so it might be a, a good idea to awaken someone who knows what they're doing um so that's cool so i'm sure maybe we'll get a new character next episode um but yeah it's kind of the start of this whole new world stuff uh, they're really making some great advancements. And so, um, you know, and another, another thing I like, aside from just like this, this like loop, you know, again, it is almost like a gameplay loop, um, is the overall mystery of the whole petrification thing. Like, where did that come from? Why did that happen? They are trying to solve the mystery. They are trying to get far enough in their whole little civilization to investigate that. And so, you know, that is kind of the, the carrot on the stick for, I think, the show in general that, that we want to get to. Um, so, yeah, good stuff there. Next, we have a, another sequel. We have Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You, Season 2, Episode 1. Um, this is great. This is great. This is a show that uh, I mentioned in my little preview thing where, you know, I saw this was coming up and I was like, oh, I think season two i think i remember the first season i didn't watch it but i think i remember seeing it and then i looked at the first season like oh yeah this show i, I remember like sort of wanting to watch it but in it, like the synopsis not really grabbing me but oh there's a season two maybe, maybe i'll check out season one and i watched season one and i was like oh it's incredible is <laughs> this is a great little slice of life you know romance type show um so i watched it all binged it amazing and so we know we got season two and uh yeah we're just kind of not not a whole lot to talk about in episode one um 
but we are just seeing their relationship grow, them do fun stuff with each other. Um, we see more of uh, we see more of Sukasa's just love and passion for movies, so that was really nice. Um, how 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 she like again she you know she she's one of those right she everyone for the most part watches movies but there's people who like really watch movies and they really know how to break certain things down and they appreciate different elements to a movie whereas people like me especially when it comes to live action i just i just like them i just watch the movie and i'm like that was good <laughs> or that was not good right I, i'll say like animated stuff is where i start to get more like analytical and and, and like critical and breaking stuff down but especially with live action stuff like i'm not i'm just like yeah whatever it's cool um but it's just nice to see, and again, you know, it's nice to see, especially from from NASA's side, to be like, oh, this is something she's super passionate about. It's it's nice to see someone that you love be passionate about something, and you and you just want to feed into that, you know. Especially when they are at the movies, it's like, you know, I felt like NASA was less so watching the movie and more so watching Sukasa watch the movie to see how into it she gets and how you know how much of a reaction certain moments get and like how she reacts, um, you know. So that was cool to see. Um, and then really we get to the whole wedding thing, which I don't know how much of the season the wedding is going to be. Um, I mean, like, you know, you know how much they're really going to focus on it. I mean, because they do. I mean, so, you know, this whole thing starts up with them maybe wanting to get married. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> that's because it's just like it's not worth the effort we don't have to do that like it's a lot of money it's a lot of planning it could take like a year to plan like it is it, i don't need this right we're already married we got rings what else do we need right um but that does lead to that's pretty much the whole episode right they, they talk about it, they go back and forth planets and whatever but it does have a a redeeming moment at the end where they do have their own little private wedding when they're lying in bed and they have their own you know because it's just like it's, it's, they just don't really care i mean for two people who got married suddenly without really knowing each other and then for them to be like yeah we're gonna sign the papers go to the place bada bing bada boom we're doing it they're the definitely the type of people that don't really need a wedding um they just they're just with each other right um you know so i do like how how quaint their quote-unquote wedding was when they were in bed and they're just like do you take losses the husband you know whatever they, they, they just recite it back and forth um and then boom right um so that was really nice. It, it, it was very fitting for them and their relationship. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, a very, a very nice start to the season. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. Them kind of talking about the wedding stuff, planning it, being very ignorant about this whole thing. Um, again, is very indicative of the type of relationship and the type of marriage that they, you know they've cultivated. You know, since you know since they they got married. So. Um, and that really is just what, what this show is anyway. It's just like a, a series of like couples things that they might want to do or they've been told that they should do and they look into them and they always do them in like, you know, a very, uh, you know, slanted way. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, just not a lot to talk about. A very a very nice start to the season for, for this show. So uh, next we have a show that I was uh, somewhat skeptical of. I was like, I don't know. Is this, is, is this show like, you know, you know, this is one where I I read the synopsis and I was like, okay, it sounds kind of cool. I, you know, I compared it to like Rock Lee, the show, 
Uh, so, you know, Rock Lee is from Naruto, for anyone who doesn't know. And you know, the whole thing with Rock Lee is that obviously Naruto, they all have like ninjutsu and genjutsu and all that stuff, which is them, their chakra, they're doing like powers and stuff, right? They can, you know, mul you know Naruto can multiply, right? Like Sasuke can shoot flames from his mouth and whatever, right? Like, you know, it's, it's magic. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, the magic ninjas, right? And Rock Lee in the show cannot use ninjutsu or genjutsu. Um, he only he can only use taijutsu, which means he just has hand-to-hand -hand combat. He is not equipped for that. Um, I I don't I actually don't remember if he can do it. He's just terrible at it. Like his body just isn't equipped to really use it. Like he can use it, but it's not like it's not anything. Or if he just straight up can't use it at all. I, I don't remember. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 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 the fact that he can't. You know, because I think I think guy can use the other ones, but he just was never good at them like again like it like his explanation for him was that he was more so on on, on the edge of like i i could do this stuff but my my body i was just i was just never proficient for it like like you know my body doesn't really do those types of stuff so i just focused on taijutsu whereas rock lee um can't do it at all like like he's absolutely unable i, th I think that's what it was i don't know anyway but that, that that's kind of what this was but i remember reading i was like yeah okay it sounds kind of cool I don't really know if it's one that I'm super excited for. And then um and then the hype just got real. So I started so we got Mashal Magic and Muscles episode 1. Um Yeah, it, it's 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 Rock Lee the show. <laughs> um I mean so he I mean for one this is going to be probably the more uh like comedic relief show of the season, I would say aside from Konosuba. Um where like he's going crazy. It's like Rock Lee mixed with Saitama from One Punch Man. It's kind of those two characters combined. Where it is just like <laughs> he just he does his workouts and he's like he's like he's like lifting a million pounds. He's like benching a million pounds like at, at like Mach five. <laughs> and I and I love the one moment where um, I don't remember if it happened the first time we see him do it, but the second time we see him benching, he's just going crazy. And then we cut to a squirrel who's watching him, and the squirrel is like, what is happening? <laughs> this man, this man's a monster. <laughs> it's just funny to see a squirrel react to, like, the, 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 the inhuman strength of this creature. <laughs> it was funny. Um, and, and, and also how MASH is just, like, an idiot. I would say he's an idiot. I would say he's just like, he's very simple. He's very just like, yeah, I mean like dumb, I don't think it's quite the right word. I just think he's, he's just like a free spirit. He's just like, hey man, this is just what I know. He's very ignorant, I'll say. You know, I say he's more ignorant than anything. I mean, because of, you know, Pops, I don't, I don't think he's ever said his name, but Pops, um, had, you know, has kept him sheltered his whole life. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm like breaking the door twice. <laughs> just like, I, I couldn't remember if it was pull or push. I'm <laughs> just like, I'm just like, man, listen, I've told you every day how to open this door and you break it, <laughs> you know? So it's, it's, it's so funny. It's, it's so stupid. Um, but the whole thing, you know, and it's kind of the whole setup for the show, which is like, he can't use magic. He's unmarked. Right, and so that's like a big thing. Very harsh for them to be like, "Yeah, we we uh, we rid the world of people who can't use magic." And it's like, well, you know, you know, what if what if instead of killing them, what if you just say you can't reproduce if you really want to cut off the bloodline? You know, I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's kind of harsh. Um, but yeah, so um, 
and yeah, so that's the whole thing is that you can't use magic. Um, and then we have this great, great little fight scene with, with MASH and the, the magic police where it's like, oh, he just destroys them, right? He punches the one dude in the face. I, I think he's dead. <laughs> Slaps the other man silly. His, his cheeks are going crazy fat now. And he's going against Brad. And Brad is using these crazy magic techniques where he's like, oh, that, that was the technique that, that, that warded off a dragon. <laughs> they said that, that, that Mash just like paffed. He just paffed the like magic beam. He just slapped it out of the air, and then he's like juggling it. He's like he's like kicking it around like it's just, like it's a soccer ball or or a football, and it's just like ah, this is, this is a great character. This, this is an awesome character. He's making you look like a fool. <laughs> um, and so yeah, you know, and then it's it's uh it's 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 uh juxtaposed with with some backstory of pops. And how Pops was always ostracized for being weak. And I, and I love that for his character. I love that that's like all the explanation we need to see why he, he took in MASH as a, you know, as a baby. And why he cares so much for him. Because he's like, I was always weak. I was always a very weak magic user. And so, you know, the, the usefulness of yourself, of your value in this world is, is, is your, your magical ability. And so I was always kind of tossed aside. I was, I was always cut off. And so now... Um, you know, now I have someone who can't use magic at all and I want to protect him at all costs. You know, he's so precious, right? Um, and so that was awesome. And then, um, and yeah, and then, and, and, and we have all the explanation we need for what the show is, which is, you know, kind of what you read in the synopsis is that Brad's like, Hey, if you enroll in the magic school and become the divine visionary, then, then society will have to accept you because you've been accepted by like god himself <laughs> you know match is like i'll do it um which is you know which if i'm gonna critique it not really critiquing the show more so just like the situation where it's like i understand the explanation that like brad gives him and like why mash does it because it's like you know it's 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 a pretty logical, pretty logical conclusion where it's like, okay, yeah, I mean, if I don't do this, I suppose, and even if I take these guys out, like, the entire magic police, the entire government is going to be after me forever, I'm going to be on the run with pops, and it's like, you may survive everything, but your pops there, like, he's kind of weak, he's, you know, I know, how, how long do you think you can protect him for, you know, how long until he, he gets taken out, he gets arrested, or he gets killed. You know, like he's like you. You're pretty powerful. You're pretty strong. You might survive, but pops might not. And so I, I you know, I, I get that angle of it because there's the explanation. You know, there's the questions that get brought up immediately where it's like, you're making a deal with me. Like I, I clowned all three of you, in, <laughs> like, effortlessly. I, I didn't even break a sweat. Like you're, 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 you're you say you, you think you're being nice to me by making a deal? Are you kidding? Like. <laughs> It's like, you have fought well, young one. It's like, I've, what? <laughs> you use your strongest magic against me, and I, I've, I'm still standing. <laughs> I, you know, it's crazy. That was just, that was just funny to me, because it's like, I'll make you a deal. I'll let you go <laughs> if you, if you enroll in magic school. It's like, what? Like, I'll, I'll let you go <laughs> if you enroll in magic school. What are you, what are you talking down, to, you're talking down to me for? So. Um, but yeah, that is, you know, that's basically the show they're setting that up. I'm um, excited to see like some new, uh, some, some new characters, some like, ho you know, hopefully he makes some nice friends, uh, that know about his stuff. It, you know, I'm just going to be, uh, you know, super excited to see, uh, you know, how he kind of 
you know, approaches, the, the different magic classes, you know, I don't know how school heavy this, this will be, like, if we're really going to see, like, the day in the life of him at school and, like, different hijinks at school, I imagine that's what the, what the show is, um, so it'd be cool to see, like, him not being able to use magic, um, and just, you know, you know, probably just him still going crazy, like, still, like, passing tests and still, like, again, like, you know, approaching his classwork in a way that only he can, right, um, so that, that'll be cool. Uh, next, we have My Love Story with Yamada-kun at level 999, episode 1. This is going to be a show that's going to be absolutely ridiculous, but hopefully, um, again, having, you know, I, I said this a lot, having some heart in it, which I'm pretty sure it will, pretty sure it will. So we have, uh, we have, uh, oh, I was looking at the wrong show there. All right, we have Akane who has the most, one of the most ridiculous setups for like a, again, like a more rom-com type type show, uh, where she lost her boyfriend to a gamer girl. <laughs> He's like, hey man, listen, I, uh, I found this girl, met her online through the game I play, and uh, I kind of like her, so I'm leaving. <laughs> it's oof. As a, as a big oof, that is a, as a feels bad man moment, if there ever was one. <laughs> um feel very bad for her uh but you know these things happen and so uh we see her just go off to this afro guy through her game the uh fable of society or something i don't remember what the show what the what the game was called uh but she goes off to the one guy and uh clearly that is the guy that is yamada who she bumps into uh at, at, at the little convention there um so that was cool and you know i I love their little, uh, you know, their little back and forth because she is very much the more, uh, she's definitely the type of person that will talk your ear off and, uh, maybe a little bit unsure of herself, but she will ramble and, and go off and, you know, she wears her, her emotions on her sleeve, right? Whereas Yamada, complete opposite, where he is very blunt with his things like i mean he'll say like if i don't care about what you're saying i don't i i don't really care about what you just said <laughs> but um when he does care he, he he knows how to show it right very much of a show don't tell type personality whereas i feel like yeah uh akane is the opposite which i feel like you know the whole opposite to track thing not always true i feel like opposite to track is like a a a, <laughs> a ridiculous idea because that as just a statement can't be true all the time especially in the most extremes but in something like this you know i feel like they do fit each other very well um you know we have a comedic moment where she like basically pays him to go to pretend that they're on a date uh which, which is whatever you know very very cringe moment when you know their whole meeting of, of her old boyfriend and his new girlfriend or whatever uh, but the the best moment of the show and i and i really hope we see more of this um, and, and I think we will, I think this is what type of show this is, where it's like on the surface, it's very much going to be Yamada and Akane just getting into like funny, wacky situations with just, again, like their personalities clashing and, you know, maybe certain misunderstandings and maybe just them both being gamers, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that'll play a part into it. But, um, we see the more heartfelt moments of them together and then like him or sorry, uh, Akane going to the bathroom to do whatever i don't know a cry or something and then she came she came back and akane or ugh, i keep getting the names mixed up 
she came back and Yamada was gone and she was like oh he left me oh I, just, I, I, I talk too much about my problems or whatever like of course of course he hates me blah blah like why like you know why would he do well and then he came back and he came back with bandages and she was like oh you 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 went you you got bandages for me you know she you know she's all like like super surprised super like oh wow like he, he, he's so thoughtful you know and, and he was like well yeah like i saw the blood and i said i just got uncomfortable i didn't like that you know so i did that for you and and she was like oh you you know you you went out of your way to do this for me and he was like well yeah yeah of course i did and he also has you know, this little comedic line here where he's like well and i also drink like three cokes <laughs> and in my mind i'm like three cokes how long was she gone <laughs> how like how big or small are their cokes that they're like i mean i know that like america everything is bigger in america because well maybe not actually yeah yeah bigger right where it's just like a regular soda can <laughs> three of those i mean were you like chugging them like what like that, that that's a lot of soda I, again how long was she in the bathroom <laughs> if she was in there for like 20 minutes which is kind of a long time three cokes in 20 minutes that's crazy <laughs> that's insane um but yeah and it's, and it's like oh you know very thoughtful that was that was nice you know and then we have the end where it's like she wakes up at her place he's gaming which is which is very funny <laughs> it's just like she's, he's gaming but it's like wait did they did they you know did they you know do the thing like was that was that, was that, was that what happened there was it you know is that what they're insinuating um which is nice. It's like, ooh, okay, we're getting that kind of show. Where it is, you know, again, I always praise, um, if you watched, uh, if you've been watching and listening uh, since last season, uh, we had a show called The the Ice Guy and His Cool Female Colleague. So if you haven't watched that, I definitely recommend it. That is a very nice, romancy, slice of lifey show. Um, and um, I always praise shows like that because I love the whole like rom-com slice of life whatever you want to call it like that that genre uh but most of them are with people in high school or even sometimes in middle school and that's a little more like juvenile which i'm like eh, you know you know but like most of them like 95 percent of them are are students in high school right and it's you know you know that kind of like first love you know the whole like crush uh you know not really showing how to express love to each other because you're like 17 right you're like ah, you know you don't know what love is right you know people in their 30s don't even know <laughs> you know so it's like but you know you know i always applaud and i always uh, am, am, am like super into and, and super interested in shows where they are more in college or even more just like adults like in their 20s or whatever because it's like or or with ice guy with, with the ice guy show i don't know how old they were i imagine they were in their like mid-20s maybe late 20s um it's like okay more of like an adult relationship we don't have to worry about like oh we're at school or oh we have class and oh, this is, like, a first, like, no, like, so, like, you know, shows like this, where it's, like, I, I don't think they're in school, I'm pretty sure they're, like, adults with jobs and everything, so, you know, you know, I always like seeing that angle of things, because we don't have to deal with, um, you know, deal with, quote-unquote, um, oh, like, first love, teenage love, that, you know, that sort of thing, which I love, right, in, in shows, it's great, right, it's, again, it's the majority, <laughs> overwhelming majority of the genre, but it, again, a nice breath of fresh air whenever you get something like this. Um, so yeah, and uh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see what their relationship becomes. You know, and, and maybe they didn't, 
right? I feel like that's what they're insinuating. I feel like that's why they ended the episode that way. But maybe they did. Maybe they just drunk together. Drunk. Drank. Drank together. <laughs> Last night. And, you know, they went back. And, you know, him being super thoughtful. Um, he was like, hey, I'm going to bring you back to my place and you can sleep. And, you know, you know, I don't want you to, like... I want to take care of you, basically. You know? And it's like, okay, cool. Maybe they didn't do anything. And they just kind of, you know, he, him just being thoughtful, right? Um... I'm sure we'll see next episode. So, high hopes. A lot of potential for this show. Um, I hope it lives up to it. And then we have uh, Skip and Loafer, episode one. What, what I will say is, um, if you did watch the preview, the, the spring 2023 preview, um, this, this show was not this show and the next show, which are the final two of this week. Uh, we're not on the preview. I did make some last-minute changes where there were, I think, a few shows that I you know previewed that I said I was going to watch that upon further inspection, uh, not, not super excited for them, you know, as excited as I was for them, uh, a week or two ago. So as of right now, I'm not going to watch those few, but there are a couple that I replaced them with that it turns out I wasn't looking at that, uh, seem super, super cool. And, and this is one of them. So, uh, Skip and Loafer episode one. Um, yeah, this, this is great. This I have super, super, super high hopes for, um, just these two character types we have iwakura and shima um two very different you know we have so we have iwakura who is the you know top of the class valedictorian type um super like planning out her whole life she literally has a life roadmap till the day she dies um but she gets a lot of you know she gets a lot of stress because of that and um she she very clearly is engulfed in her studies and so anything that has to do anything that doesn't have to do with like school and like tests and you know whatever she's not exactly uh up to snuff when it comes to stuff like that like i don't know just like socially she's not really there and like you know that leads to a lot of awkward situations as well like her getting lost at the train and her um you know even even first talking to shima and then her not really being able to make friends at school right so you know all of these awkward situations that's funny because she's like i have a roadmap everything will be perfect and like people who know her are like kind of worried <laughs> kind of worried for i'm not i'm not worried that she's not going to get good good grades or whatever kind of worried that she's not going to make friends and uh you know just gonna like fumble everything else again she literally got lost at the train station she had to run to school to make it um so but then we have shima who is sort of the opposite where i don't really know we haven't really seen how good his grades are like how you know how well he does academically but he is more like the lazy type more of like eh we're just kind of going with the flow not really worrying about it too much you know he's like oh i slept in on my first day i missed this, the entrance ceremony whatever you know um and then even with like later on with his friends how shocked they are when they hear that he ran to school to try to make it in time and they're like wait you you ran like you oh. and so that was funny um so again you know you know these two again sort of, sort of like uh, the last show where it's like these two very uh in in ways they're opposites but it, it kind of works for them um and so yeah um that's pretty much it um yeah one thing i do want to mention is uh where i just hated it i was like oh i don't like this at all and again not not from the show but just you know from like a me liking the character's perspective again the show does it very well you know there's a lot of times where i talk about the writing of the show itself there's a lot of times where i talk about just like like you know 
in world i don't I, I don't like this thing and it was when when iwakura you know you know she wants to make friends right as everyone does right and so she turns around talks to the girl behind her and the girl just kind of dismisses her it's like yeah whatever i don't care um which is you know in one way understandable because she's known as the puker <laughs> because she, she she came in she memorized her speech which was crazy again very indicative of of her personality uh but then she you know all the stresses of the day just kind of hit her at once and then she so she puked <laughs> which sucks man that's 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 rough you know that is something that you really got to shake off it's probably going to take maybe a few days at least to kind of shake that off um so one way in a way it's understandable but another way it's like wow you're just dismissive like wow you're just like yeah cool whatever it's like wow that's oof. i mean you could at least like like act like you're friendly you know what i mean like whatever whatever and then as soon as shima walks in and everyone's like whoa look at this guy <laughs> and like you know he talks to you know he he talks to Iwakura and it's like, hey, blah, 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 this and that, this and that. Uh, you know, I want to be friends, you know, you know, you know, exchange ID information with me so we can talk. And then everyone sees that. And then the girl behind Iwakura is like, hey, hey, I, you know, we, you know, we should change it. We, we should exchange info as well. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I, I don't like this one bit. That's not cool. You can't 60 seconds ago be like, yeah, whatever, you know, and then now you're like, you know, now what? You're gonna try to get through me to Shima? Nah, nah, nah. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen at all. I hope. I don't know. I just, I can't look at that scene and think of a way that that's genuine. You know, like like try to put it at an angle of of being genuine. I mean, you know, unless it's just her own insecurities. And she's like, oh, I know, maybe I'm, I'm done, you know, you know, I, but, but even so, like, no, like, there, there's no way that I can frame that and be like, oh, that, that girl was being genuine in that moment, wanting to be her friend. Like, there's no way, you know, you know, because, like, even if at first she was afraid of being associated with the puker, that's like, well, now you're letting other people dictate who your friends are. Because like, whoa, you know, I would I would be her friend, but I don't want other people to think I'm weird because I'm associated with her. Like, who cares what other people think? Like, if if they think that, then if they judge, and and, and I love it because I'm you know I'm you know I'm thinking back to I'm I'm, I'm gonna reference again another previous uh, show that that we just covered, which was the Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Again, if you like you know, romance, slice of life type shows, definitely watch that one, that was, that was very good, A plus there, um, where, though, I'm not really gonna spoil it, but there is a moment in that show where the one character goes off on another character for trying to dictate who her friends should be, you know, and it's like, well, I like be, I, you know, I like being friends with this person for this, 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 and this, and I don't really care what anyone else thinks, and for you to try to, um, rag on my friends like i don't want to be friends with someone who bashes my friends you know what i mean like if you you know like you don't know this person and you don't like you have no idea why i want to be their friend like you haven't even tried to get to know this person so who are you to you know what i mean like ooh, why am i friends with this person well first off this person <laughs> does not just you know you know try to trash my friends like you do you know so uh, that's 
So that, yeah, that's, that's one thing, <laughs> you know, um, you know, so, that, you know, kind of bringing that to this show where it's like, why, why would you care? Why would you care if you want to be this person's friend, be this person's friend, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It could turn out to be genuine. I could be just, you know, cynical, <laughs> but there's just no way right now where I can see, oh, she clearly wants to be friends with this person, for, you know, with, with Iwakura for wholesome reasons. Like, no, it definitely seems like she's like, oh, she's friends with Shima. I want to get to know Shima. Nah, that's not cool. Hated that. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Uh, the very end, we see more again, indicative of her personality where she sp she doesn't sleep at all this, this, during the night and she just spends all night, stayed up all night planning what she's going to say for her self-introduction. So I'm sure, I'm sure that'll be something, you know. I'm sure we'll see that right at the top of the episode probably and see everyone introduce themselves. And, you know, I, I, I'd really like, you know, you know, I'm sure she's going to, I mean, she's really good with planning, right? I, you know, you know I, I will say not so good on the social aspect of it, but she did memorize her speech. So, I mean, if she did come up with something good, I'm sure she'll deliver it precisely. Um, but we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I would really like for this to grow for the show to go. And I have a lot of high, very high hopes for this show. Um, you know, I would like for it to grow and for her to actually make more friends. Um, but I can also see the show being the show of like, this is the kind of show where there's just two people where it is just their relationship. That is the only person that I really made friends with. None of the people really like me for that. Um, you know, for me, only Shima does. Um, but it's like overcompensating where it's like, not only do I have a friend, like they, like this one friend makes up for me having 10 sort of friends, you know? So that'd be really nice. Um, yeah. And then also just, you know, we're not only talking from Iwakura's perspective, but also Shima's perspective where it's like, he's he found someone that like he's he's admiring maybe infatuated with of like you know I, I i've never seen someone like her before who's this passionate who's this driven you know like to be so different from how i live my life and like uh i ashima am not looking at Iwakura and i'm like huh, why why does she care so much like no i'm looking at her and i'm like wow like this is this is this is amazing like you know you know for someone you know you know you know because again you could see someone who lives your life complete opposite as yours and you immediately dismiss them of like well they're stupid like well they who who cares about school this much but no like i don't have that perspective on her so that's you know it's really nice to see um yeah and then lastly we got um the other you know show that i didn't really mention in my preview but it turns out that uh it might be pretty good we got heavenly delusion episode one um, yeah, this is, uh, I saw this described as The Last of Us anime, <laughs> and I see it, you know, not gonna spoil Last of Us, obviously, if you haven't played the game or watched the show, you definitely should, both are fantastic, um, but I see, again, elements of the show are very Last of Us, um, you know, it's, it's also a lot easier to make connections because the show just came out, so it's kind of in our minds, right? Um, but yeah, yeah, this is cool, this is kind of like, the Last of Us mixed with Promise Neverland. Um, season one, Promise Neverland. Season two, Promise Neverland, atrocious. <laughs> you know, season one, Promise Neverland, immaculate. So yeah, so if anyone hasn't seen that show, watch the first season. Don't watch the second season. Not worth it. Um, as someone who didn't read the manga and like didn't have quite like like the source for all the hatred to season two, I still felt like season two was not good. Just like, again 
I, you know, you know, I can't say it was a bad adaptation because I didn't read the source, but I can say it just wasn't good, like writing, <laughs> and like good, you know, like a good way to spend your time. It, it just everything felt rushed and whatever. This isn't. We're not talking about Promise Neverland. We're talking about Heavenly Delusion, Episode One, and um, so yeah, this is a. Uh, this was interesting again uh you know we do kind of like two halves to the show where where like the one side is them being you know them uh, a bunch of kids being brought up in this uh this this dome basically and then being tested and scored and everything and groomed for something i imagine like i don't really know what it's for um again if you watch promise neverland you know what they were being groomed for <laughs> uh we're not going to spoil anything though so heavenly delusion i'm like what what is like is it all innocent is it all genuine is it all just like well the outside world sucks and so we're have our little utopia here and this is where we live this is what we do you know or is there more like sinister means to it you know because they were again you could say oh it's just because they were kids we don't want to scare them but they were keeping the truth from them about no there there is an outside world to to this there is outside to the outside and you know <laughs> So again, you could say, ah, oh, they're just kids. We didn't want to be like, yeah, the world sucks. <laughs> it ended and there's monsters outside. We didn't, we didn't want to say that because they're, because they're kids, you know, we didn't, we didn't want to scare them. We didn't want to scar them or you didn't want to tell them because there's something else out there that, you know, maybe if they knew they'd wouldn't want to be here. Maybe if they knew the real reason why they're here and what, and you know, why they do what they do every day is because, uh, it's a secret. <laughs> so um so yeah there's kind of that part to it um and also again like you, you you know you can say oh we're protecting them but like why was there the message on their tablets of like do you want to go outside you know why was there a secret thing there you know like what, what what's going on here there's a little bit of mystery right uh but then like most of the show is the other half which has uh kiriko and maru and uh they are outside they're you know they're they're trying to live they're trying to get somewhere so basically the whole like last of us thing is the whole bodyguard thing right where kiriko is was hired as uh you know to be maru's bodyguard to get to heaven we don't quite know what heaven is you know that's kind of a big mystery right now um we all all we know is that maru has to get there um so yeah we, do, we don't really know what it is i'm sure there are theories again i again we don't know you know you know the mystery could not even be what heaven is it could be more more so is like who maru is you know, why is he so important? Why does he have to get there? Right? A lot of questions. Um, we do have, uh, we do have, uh, you know, Kiriko's weapon, a little like laser gun. That, that was pretty sick. <laughs> they were like, oh, you know, so, you know, you know, so the one scene, which is one of my favorite scenes of the show, uh, of this episode, where, you know, like bandits come after him, right? And she's like, I got a gun. And they're like, whoa, man, she's got a gun. <laughs> whoa, man, that's not cool. And they're like, wait, hold on. Is that even a real gun? That's that's a toy gun. You're you're trying to play us. And then she, f and then <laughs> well, no, well, no, she doesn't. They, she runs and, and you know, that, you know, kind of lures them into a false sense of security. And they're like, ha, gotcha. It was a fake gun. And then Maru, Maru just, just, just goes crazy, right? He, he's crazy with the hand-to-hand -hand combat, taking them all out. And then Kiriko's like, you're right. This isn't a normal gun. She fires it and a laser shoots out. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, man, you got some alien tech. We're not, we're not with that. Um, you know, so that was, you know, that, that was cool. 
and then just like own them and be like, nah, we could we could end your lives at any point. Um, so, um, so yeah, and then and then and the other big thing is them going to the inn, and uh, you know we see, I would say two big things kind of came out of this, which was, um, you know, you know I'd say I don't know, a bunch of good stuff actually. Um, so they have the inn. You know, say one like smaller thing that I that I like, which is a nice character moment, which maybe might get explained more as the show goes on as we see is we kuriko has some crazy some gnarly scarring on her body and like that's i think just adding to her character like she is this kind of like hired gun almost like you know that's her job she does a bunch of odd jobs um you know from you know from tokyo um you know so i i mean just to see and just for her to tell more of her story more of what she's been through that was cool um and then we see uh, another thing, which is them looking for people, um, you know, two people that, that she's looking for specifically. Um, we're not sure why at this point, but, uh, you know, that's a nice little, uh, you know, little trail that they've opened up for us. Um, and then obviously the, 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 the monsters, right? This weird, like, flying beast. It's definitely not, <laughs> not anything that we've seen before. <laughs> you know it's not just like oh there's some there's a weird like bear rolling around he's like a, he's like a demon bear like nope this is some weird flying angel of death <laughs> that's uh normal bullets don't hurt it we do have the little laser gun i wonder if that would do anything uh so there's mystery there too of like where those things come from are those artificial did those evolve like what's going like what is the cause of this uh you know they they called it the the collapse so what is that where did that come from how did that happen you know this this show. I think this first episode did a lot of a lot of heavy lifting with with the mystery and the breadcrumbs of like uh, their little dome. What, what's the point of that, right? What's what, what's really going on there? Uh, where what's you know where did this whole monster thing come from? How did the collapse happen? Uh, who is Maru really? What's his purpose? Uh, what's what, what's heaven? You know what what is that? Um, uh, yeah bunch of stuff a bunch of crazy stuff there so um again a lot, a lot of potential a lot of potential with this first episode we'll see how it goes you know we'll see how you know how much they can really uh you know deliver on these mysteries you know because this is a show where i can see going the other way where it's like they don't really answer anything and the, the answers they do have are kind of boring um you know again i've seen shows like that that have a really strong first couple episodes set up a lot of really cool mysteries and then it doesn't amount to anything. Again, I'm not saying this show will do that, but um, I hope it doesn't, right? Um, but yeah, that is this week. Uh, Ten really solid shows. Of course, two of them we already knew about, right? Villain Saga, where, you know, two cores, we that is as a known quantity. And then Toko Avengers, you know, where we're closing that up, right? But, uh, you know, eight, eight shows so far this season, and all of them are really strong. Again, you know, I don't, you know, I don't like, you know, putting the cart in front of the horse but uh you know like i said the you know this this uh this this schedule is fluid or this the lineup is fluid and i'm always i'm always here for adding new shows that are really good dropping shows that i don't care about but all all eight of these new shows pretty solid pretty solid so far and we still have a few more that haven't come out yet you know as of as i'm recording this right now and what i've watched so far like we still got demon slayer hasn't come out yet I mean, I mean that, that's gonna be solid, right? Um, we have uh, we have Oshinoko, which I think the first episode aired at like some convention or something. But I'm you know I'm waiting until the like, like the official release to start watching it. Um, 
that that that's gonna be a banger we have um the only other show that i know is coming out that i'm gonna watch um that i can remember right now is uh i i, I forget what the show is called but it's like insomniac something um you know, it, you know it's a show about uh two kids who have a lot of stuff going on <laughs> and they like bond over they like bond over uh the stars and astronomy not astrology astronomy um so that's that that show i think i mentioned in my preview i think it's gonna be like the dark horse where it's like no one really has eyes on it but it's gonna end up being like really good um i hope <laughs> um but yeah so really solid so far and uh yeah let me know what you thought of a bunch of these first episodes what your you know what your uh your highest hopes are for for you know these certain shows and uh yeah that's pretty much it. Until next time, watch more anime.